Welcome back to the What You Have for Lunch podcast alongside Mo King. This is Chris Fortune. Mo, what's going on today? Nothing much. Just like chilling, enjoying the last little bit of this weekend that we uh, have. (laughs) (laughs) What weekend? (laughs) Yeah, the the weekend I worked through. um, Yeah. What is a weekend? We work seven days a week. So honestly, every day is Monday for us. Every day is literally like this weekend felt like 500 million years long. I, <laughs> I like a dinosaur at this point. <laughs> but I don't think anyone cares about that. Yeah, they don't. They just want to know what we had for lunch. So, like, what did you have for lunch? <laughs> we know <laughs> yours is probably the same, and they're like interested in mine. Everyone just waits for Mo's answer. I yeah, like, we is. already know what Chris is going on. So chill it changes every once in a while like today for example i had a um peanut butter and jelly on wheat bread (laughs) oh it changed okay um well guys ladies and gentlemen i did have a boring lunch this weekend because i found my electric kettle you know the single most like important thing in modern history modern time like it's ingenious it's like okay there's ipods okay there's there's cell phones Okay, there's computers, but have you ever had an electric kettle? Do you know what you can do with hot water? <laughs> you sound like an ad. Yeah, I had ramen. I had shin ramen, and it was so good. You could you imagine being the first person on like Earth and like you just discover like what you could do with hot water? Like you just dropped a noodle in the hot water, and you're like, what? It can, it can do what? <laughs> and you're like, let me just put tomato pot sauce on it. Or like, let me just put like this like packet of like sauce, like soup base. And it like, wow, tea, hot cocoa, like all the things you could do with hot water. Like, that's crazy to me. Throw the coffee bean in the water. And it's like, what is this drink? Literally, like, could you imagine like discovering coffee? Like, wait, hold on. What if I put this bean in like hot water? <laughs> so, <laughs> So, yeah, so, like, yeah, that's what I have <laughs> Let me just tell you what we're here for today. Oh, yeah, definitely, because I'm on a, I'm on the time schedule. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, we'll, we'll hurry this up and get this over in, like, five minutes. No, <laughs> um, today we're talking about our favorite TV shows that we enjoyed growing up and yes. kind of, like, formed uh, how we feel about TV shows today and, like, what we like. Yeah, so, they shaped us for who we are. You know, they made us who we are today. We live life as TV personas. Literally, like I embody like these shows. (laughs) I want to like say one up front. But what did you enjoy watching growing up, Mo? Where that it just could not pull you away from the TV. Well, no, it just it just pulled you in front of the TV, and you couldn't get away from it. You're like, I have to finish this. Yeah, like okay, so I mentioned this like on a podcast episode before, but I literally didn't know that Disney channel and Nickelodeon channels existed. Like I didn't like, I was like, wait, what Nickelodeon channel, Disney channel. So like, I only lit, like watched like four kids and cartoon network. So literally what was on those channels. So my like shows that I watched were like Tom and Jerry Looney Tunes, Scooby-Doo, like those, I could sit literally for like, I could sit there like today, like now, 10,000 hours, Pokemon, like those are my shows. 
What about yeah, you? I, I'm gonna have to agree, especially on the um, Tom and Jerry side of it, because I remember growing up and watching Tom and Jerry, and I don't know if you were ever in this boat where you felt bad for Tom, even mm. though he was kind of the bully, like trying to get Jerry. But the thing is, Jerry won 90, 99% of the time, and it was like, I understand Tom's kind of the bad guy here, but like... Yeah, but like it was kind of like, like, what is he the bad guy for? Is it because he's the bad guy because he's a cat? Is he the bad guy because he's big? Like, yeah. But I never thought that, though, when I was a kid. I was like, yo, why would Tom really think that he was going to run up on Jerry like that? Like, that's crazy to me. <laughs> you thought she was going to have all the food in the house to yourself? Like, that's so selfish, Tom. And then when I look back on it, I'm like, wow. Jerry, you really thought that she was going to steal all the food? And then, like, you just don't even go back to your mouse hole? You, like, really think that you're just going to drop an iron on his head just, just because? <laughs> Like you are sociopathic. <laughs> like, he is like, yeah. You know, he'd go messing with that like big gray dog, and then like make the dog think that Tom was the one who like did something bad to him. Yeah, like, what Tom is like that's messed up. Right, and then when the nerve of uh, Jerry when he would team up with the dog, I was like, really? Y'all teaming up on one cat? Like that's crazy to me. But at least Tom, you know, sometimes he had game when it came to the ladies. He was smooth. He was always smooth. <laughs> yeah, he, did. he did, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and Jerry was always the babysitter. So, yeah. I guess it offset it. <laughs> it, it. I want to bring up this one thing that you said, though. You you said you grew up watching four kids, and one of my favorite shows was on four kids at one time, and that's One Piece. Do you remember watching One Piece on four kids? Because it was on there. Excuse me? <laughs> I said what? One Piece, one of the best One Piece? But no. It, it, it's kind of infamous. Mm-mm. You know, on the Four Kids channel because of infamous? how because how it was censored when the when the show was brought to Four Kids. Well, they didn't censor it enough if it still came on cuz <laughs> I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying like ooh. Maybe I am saying it's bad. <laughs> Because it's not good. Forget it. Forget it. We didn't yeah. come here for you to talk trash about my TV shows. All right. But, but did you ever watch... Wait, because... Okay, but Yu-Gi-Oh! was on 4Kids. And that's the real topic. That is the real topic. Hey, that was probably like the best show. That was the best yeah. show. Kaiba. <laughs> <laughs> you have this like little young uh yugi and then uh when he start dueling with his trading cards he just magically turned into an adult yeah he always like had the wisdom and the knowledge and the power and you're like dun, dun. <laughs> and the heart I, of the cards and the heart of the cards you can never lose that no he he basically used that to cheat he was like whatever card i want is going to be right here well i okay so like the thing is is that the millennium puzzle actually gave gave him luck in games so that's why like when he was like that's why he's like the king of games because technically it gave him luck so he would always have like these luck like you should look up uh the Yu-Gi-Oh season zero and like they don't even play cards like the whole series of this like the first before the card game series like he does like a bunch of games of chance and he always wins hmm. yeah so like the Millennium puzzle is like 
It doesn't allow him to win. It just allows him to be extremely lucky. And that comes from your residential, um, your neighborhood, Yu-Gi-Oh expert. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. You're welcome. But mm. okay, so when I got into Nickelodeon, I was watching. Uh, what did I watch? I watched iCarly. Mm-hmm. I watched Victorious. I watched uh, Zoe One Hundred One. <laughs> Hold on, we gotta stop there. Zoe One Hundred One. Yeah, Legendary Zoe One Hundred One. Legendary show, like that show, made me want to go to a boarding school. I was like, wait, why am I not in boarding school? <laughs> I was like, okay, so first of all, so my parents really not gonna send me to Hogwarts, and then they're not gonna send me to Zoe One Hundred One's high school. Like that's like, like wow outdoors in california it's like the size of like a university and yeah just the food they ate and like the rooms they had and it's like the rooms uh, they had were so cool and it's like i'm I'm missing out i know i was like what what am i doing i had not, i'm not on platform nine and three quarters and i'm not on the campus like that's like that's <laughs> let me call cps because like that's <laughs> crazy to me like how do i not, to, not get to do anything like i'm really I'm really at Overland Trail Elementary. Like, and, that's wild. And they're having, like, eating, like, five-star restaurant food at school. Yeah. And, it's and like, my school was giving me, um, uh, what are those uh, peanut butter sandwiches that come in the package? Uncrustables? Uncrustables. I was eating Uncrustables. But what's wrong with that? What's right with it? Everything. Exactly. <laughs> you would rather have that, or you would have the meals that the whole entire dining hall in Hogwarts had. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I think everyone who watches one on one on Nickelodeon fantasize about going to a school like that. <laughs> yeah, or like having a pair phone from iCarly. Pair phone was ahead of his time. A pair phone was super out of it. Like, I want a pear-shaped iPhone. Like, that would be dope. <laughs> like, that was so cool. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, my shape, my phone's in the shape of a pear. That was such a cool shape. I wonder how the screen would look. So what about Drake and Josh? When you were bringing up iCarly, Zoe 101, you didn't bring up Drake and Josh, I don't think. Oh, did yeah. I did watch Drake and Josh. Um, but I watched it late. So, like... I watched it when, like, well, I mean, obviously, I watched the reruns when they would come on because there was a ton of episodes. But like, I watched it like I got like I first saw it when like Megan was a little bit older compared yeah. to like the other episodes when she was like a lot younger and like the oh super gosh. devious child. When it first started, compared to like the last episode, it's like pretty crazy. But yes, Drake and Josh, like it was a must watch because it's it's a good transition to iCarly because then. You see, like, Megan and, like, those, and then Drake and Josh, you know, Miranda Cosgrove, she becomes, you know, Carly and I Carly, and it's, like, people, like, that were born early to late 90s kind of, like, grew up with Miranda Cosgrove in a way, (laughs) growing up watching Drake and Josh, and then just transitioning to I Carly. Mm, Yeah, because, like, I don't know, because I Carly was, like... I think Loki R. Carly was like the reason why everyone got on YouTube because everyone wanted an internet show. Yeah, and right? spaghetti tacos, like wow. I never made those because I was like, I'm not gonna waste taco shells. 
or spaghetti <laughs> on spaghetti tacos. But... Yeah, I was about to say, like, I never really desired those. Still don't. Yeah, I was like, I'm good on those, but um, the show was funny. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, we we're not doing that. But um, but yeah, they had some weird food. Like Ed and Nettie was like filled with like jawbreakers, and I was like, okay, oh. let me get a jawbreaker because my grandma liked jawbreakers. So I had jawbreakers, and I was like. Mm, this is not that though like i don't know yeah. maybe i'm having the wrong ones but because let me see let me because like now we transition to cartoon network and in ed ed and eddie they had jawbreakers the thing is the jawbreakers in that show were like bigger than their heads literally and yeah at that point when i was watching that i never had jawbreakers in my life and i had them pretty late in my life probably like around like my mid-teens or something and let me tell you, I was so disappointed because that show made them seem like they were the greatest thing in the world. And I'm like, right. And I'm like, this is terrible. It's just hard spherical candy. And they get, but I mean, they good. do get better when they're like smaller, but it's like for the it most, like long. the entire time, it's like, what am I really eating right now? You know what's actually good, better than Jawbreakers? Gobstoppers. That's yep. the superior candy. Yep. Gobstoppers are so good. Except for the purple ones. I like all of them. I usually don't notice the flavors between them. Like when people go into like Skittles and they're like, oh, what sk- color Skittles you like? I'm like, what? They're all, they're all sk- like, they're all the same. What do you mean? Oh, and they're like, that's a, that's oh, a bad take. Oh, that's a bad God. take. Why would you say it's in the middle of this podcast about shows? About to take us completely off topic. No, wait, hold on. We can stop. We can stop. What Skittles taste different to you? Yeah, like within the pack. So okay, I get that. There's like tropical Skittles and there's like sour Skittles, but I mean like they all taste different to you, like individually. Yeah. Oh no. (laughs) Mm mm. They don't. You crazy? So like, so do gummy bears taste different? Do what? Gummy bears. Absolutely not. Gummy bears taste mostly the same. They all taste the same? So how do gummy bears taste di- uh, the same, but Skittles taste different? Those are completely like, different candies. <laughs> My goodness. This is like one of the worst takes I have ever heard. You're trying to make me seem like I'm crazy, and I'm not. Because people, pe- real ones know that's what it is. The real sees the fake. That's We're going to have to revisit Skittles with a guest. What what is the shows that you watched on Toonami? Because Saturday nights as a kid when you were younger literally used to like keep you busy. Like, okay, your your parents are going out. Okay, when are you leaving? You know, like, <laughs> I have my chips. I have my Capri Sun. I'm about to watch Naruto. Wh- why are you telling me this? <laughs> you know, just go. So Toonami is basically the Adult Swim of Cartoon Network. And it's when all the cool anime shows that come on, you know, like all these awesome shows from like Japan and stuff. Yes. And growing up, you already brought brought up one of them, but like Naruto was one. Yes, the superior That's- anime to One Piece. Period. Not period. Um, yeah, Naruto on there. Samurai mm-hmm. Jack. Oh um, uh, no, Samurai Jack came didn't. Okay, hold on, because Samurai Jack definitely didn't come on Toonami. Wait, it, did it? No, it did eventually, I think. But when it first came on, it was on Cartoon Network. Because I remember... Wait, it, you might be right. It may have came on Toonami. 
I couldn't say for sure, but it I want to say it was on Cartoon Network. I remember watching it on the Monday. So. It, it might have been like because uh, I know it never came on during the day. It was usually like later on in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know the show kind of got more darker and darker. So, yep. I mean, not dark, but like it just kind of became. Yeah, it did become darker. I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I want to say like. I want to say I saw it on like a Wednesday or Tuesday night before, like after school at some time. Probably. Yeah. And I definitely didn't have a DVR. So I know I wasn't watching like something that I already recorded. So. <laughs> so. Yeah. And what else is on, was on there? Let me see. Inuyasha. Ooh, it was. Bleach. I, I, I loved Inuyasha because the music in it was good, especially like the. Yeah. It, it was. Just fantastic. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z. Did it, did that, Dragon, that was too quiet and too long. You were like, okay, Dragon Ball. No, because it's like, did, was that on Toonami ever? Yeah, that was on Toonami. Yeah, but it, 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 it wasn't on there very long, right? Didn't that come on? No, it was on there. Oh, okay. You mean like Dragon Ball? I meant like Dragon Ball Z, I guess, but. Dragon Ball, yeah, that was definitely on Toonami as well. Hmm, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is the what the nineteen ninety five kids know. Ninety sixes, they they really don't even count as ninety babies. So, oh okay, oh, okay, <laughs> thanks for that clarification. I yeah, like I had five full years in the nineties. You had that, four. That explains why I can only remember things from like twenty ten on. Twenty ten. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. <laughs> That's a whole different issue. <laughs> but no, what about Full Metal Alchemist, though? What about it? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I think that someone told me that the sequel is better than the original show. Um, I never watched Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, that's not true. I watched a couple of episodes, and I just it, it never did anything for me. So I was like, okay, well, Naruto's over. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> so... So I was like, okay, yeah, so this is not, we're not going to watch it. Because I remember one episode of Naruto, the last week's episode of Naruto would come on, and then the new episode of Naruto would come on. And I appreciated that they did that because I was Ooh, like. remember that? That was. Yeah. yeah I love that they did right. that. I was like, yes, because I need to remember what happened last time. That was like, man, I totally forgot that they did that. And the thing was, too, I don't know if you did it, but even if I caught, like, all of last week's episode, I'm going to be like. I'm gonna watch a book. I'm gonna watch the the uh, rerun again, and then watch the new episode because literally, I gotta good. watch. I gotta watch Kabuto take that Rasengan one more time. Because <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I I remember when they were like doing the uh, what is it the three say uh, three Sonic yeah, oh. Ninja battle where like they all summon their like like the snake the slug. Like I remember where I was on that episode. Like I was at my I was at my dad's and. I was watching TV with my brother and literally like the whole world stopped. <laughs> so I was, like, yeah. I was like, no, that's crazy. In a way, like it's not really a bad thing, but it's kind of, I guess maybe a downside to streaming platforms where you'd have these episodes that you'd wait for each week. Like nothing beats the anticipation of a new episode of a show that leaves on a cliffhanger. Mm. especially like on the weekend as a kid because like you get through your week of school and you're like oh my god it's saturday night i totally forgot i need to find out what happens next on this episode 
that or like you kind of sit on the story a little bit more because you kind of can like think through like what happened again and then when the next saturday comes you kind of can like really think through and be like okay so this is what happened last time so i'm about to watch this show and then you talk about it with your family or friends and you're like okay this is what we're about to watch remember this happened last time so they about to do this today and then we're gonna find out what's going on i don't feel like people do that anymore i don't feel like people do that in any aspect of like no like music or like shows like movies no one that like how can you binge watch something and then be like oh yeah it was good how what, what do you know about it like you literally watched it in like two hours like you sat and watched every episode in two minutes like what, what's good about it you don't even remember what you saw you just remember that it was good because it ended right like yeah and that's that's what was cool about game of thrones you know what i mean when you'd have like a new episode that came out each week and everyone would just be talking about it. I like, that's pretty cool. And in a way I do miss it. It's nice having all the episodes right there for you to like, just watch. But unless you're watching at the same time as somebody, it's like, who am I going to discuss this with? Yeah. But I think the the thing that's kind of well, I mean, I think we kind of can do that a little bit because like now that like streaming's like, like the go-to platform then it's like seasons come out right so you watch a whole season maybe and then you have to sit on watching the season and then hopefully you know they come out with another one because i think the biggest like complaint about streaming platforms is that they only care about the platform not necessarily the content that goes <laughs> on the platform a lot of times you're just like okay why did netflix cancel that oh okay so it wasn't because they had bad ratings Oh, okay. Um, so they just decided not to continue it. Oh, huh. Okay. Well, that's weird, but okay. <laughs> it was a good run. Yeah, it was a good run while it lasted. One like one season, but and it was like the top like top show on the season. And they're like, okay, we're not continuing it. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. What happened there? Can't like okay. So if you had to put one show, like what's the worst kids show that you watched? Or a cartoon and you were like, no, I'm skipping. Let's go to the next channel. What's the worst cartoon that came on Cartoon Network as a kid? I, I got my, I got my answer. Oh my god, this is like way too hard. I don't know. No, it's not hard. Go ahead, go. Yes, it is hard. Um, <laughs> when I was in like middle school, I didn't like Adventure Time. I would turn it immediately. But it wasn't like the Adventure worst thing. Time? It wasn't the worst thing. I've oh ever seen. yeah, you're. You know what? You're actually right. I didn't like Adventure Time either. And then my brother was just so into it, and I was like, "What are you watching? Like, this is so random." And then I started watching. I was like, "Wait, this is Loki good, and this is actually really funny." <laughs> yeah, same. So like, when it first came out, I wasn't really into it. Didn't really like enjoy it until later on. But I can't really think of anything. I just hated it so much. But what do you have in mind? I'm curious. Um, it was cow ch- chicken cow or cow chicken. I wasn't even allowed cow to watch chicken. that show. Really? That show yeah. I was like banned from watching that show. Like my mom would be like, uh-uh, we're not watching this. But I remember watching a little bit of it. I remember watching a little bit of it because obviously like the only channel I really watched was Cartoon Network. So it came on eventually. And then I remember watching, I was like, I think I'm okay with watching, not watching TV right now. So I was like, Mom, I'm hungry. Because <laughs> so like, I, I was like, what? Yeah, I couldn't deal with, what is it, chicken cow? 
you know about and like chicken. it's cow and chicken. Cow and chicken, yeah. Where like the human people d- like adopt the chicken and the cow, and then they That's like do funny. they do weird <laughs> stuff. It's funny. It was an odd show, but <laughs> it was so good. You thought it was good? Um, yeah. That's crazy to me, Chris. You really thought it was good. Yeah. So every show on Cartoon Network you thought was good? Like, there's not one that you would skip and be like, nah, I'm good on this. No, I'm not saying that. I just can't think of anything that I didn't like. Okay, what about on Nickelodeon? I already got my answer. Go ahead. Go. Nickelodeon? What show would you be like, I'm good? Again, I can't really think of one. I got, it would be uh, Cat Dog. Whoa. Hold and, on. and, 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 and Hey Arnold. Oh my. And Eliza Berry, Eliza, Eliza whatever that show is. Yeah. She oh can go too. Why are you like, why are you doing that? Those are like three of my favorite shows growing <laughs> up. <laughs> but I'm why, serious. I'm laughing, but I'm serious. Why, why do you hate? Like you're like, why do you hate all that's good in the world? Yeah, like why do you hate everything like pre two thousand four Nickelodeon? That's so bizarre. Oh my god! And then what? Cat, yeah, Cat Dog especially, and Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold, I could not watch because his head just really irritated me. I was like, what about? But what about Gerald? What about Gerald? Wait, what is what's the best shows that are we're on like Four Kids or KBS? Um, What is it, KCP? I I really liked watching One Piece, but I can't really think of any other shows in there because, like, like you said, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, Caillou. Oh, okay. Like, oh, so like Clifford, Clifford the Big Clifford. Oh, Clifford was my show. Oh, Magic School Bus. That was okay. I feel like that's overrated. That was okay. I feel like that's overrated. <laughs> okay, Franklin. Franklin, my turtle friend. <laughs> okay, Arthur. Arthur. Yes, Arthur. <laughs> I'll never forget the meme. Like, have you seen like the meme or the picture? Like where he's wearing headphones, but they're not over his ears. <laughs> yeah, or his like sister, like his the, um, him the grabbing the like- pencil. Are his like fists the ball <laughs> fists? <laughs> yeah, Arthur was iconic. Yeah, and then um, what what are some other ones? Uh, uh, Bill, what is his name? Bill, little Bill, little Bill. Yeah, little Bill. That was good. <laughs> but that's uh, related to Bill Cosby, and that's that we had to put it on the shelf for now. <laughs> oh, was it? Wasn't Bill Cosby in that one? Oh, okay, what about Teletubbies? I was a big Teletubbies fan. Now, of course, people talk about that now. And, of course, looking back, that is such a... It's a pretty creepy show, but it's sure What's enough. creepy about it? I definitely would live in a Teletubby world. Oh, my God. A baby as a son. And then, like, you get to walk around all day and eat toast. <laughs> and you in a hut. And <laughs> <laughs> you have a TV in your stomach? Like, like Wow. I literally put my iPad on my stomach and what like eat. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm basically a Teletubby now. <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> literally, I am a Teletubby. So, like, how is that not real life? 
But the only problem is, is that now in 2020, we can't go outside. So, like, I would take being in Teletubby world versus 2020. <laughs> I think we take any world or we have right now. <laughs> Literally, yeah, I would be a Teletubby. So. Is it bad enough for you to take the One Piece world, Mo? No, I would I would definitely choose 2020. <laughs> Mo's like, give me some more COVID. I would say, give me anything, but do not put me on a ship with Luffy. <laughs> but, oh, my goodness. It was like a trip down memory lane. Yeah, what a trip! Just the last couple few minutes there, where you're bringing up like Clifford and all that, I can't for I can't believe that we almost left that out. Um, like th- those shows are so important. <laughs> yeah, <up>. period. <laughs> but if you somehow made it this far, shout out to you. Uh, shout out to you. Yeah, you take over, Mo. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I shout out to you. you. Yeah, thanks so much for watching. If you watch, uh, if you listen to this podcast, wherever you're listening to, please subscribe. Like, what are you doing? Don't be rude. Um, like, you're already here. You've made it this far. So, like, just do us a favor. Subscribe. Or give us a review wherever you're listening. And um, follow us on our social media. And, yeah, like, look out for us next week, guys. Um, thank you so much. Peace. Peace. What's up? What's up? It's your boy Mo, Mo from the MO, and today we have a legendary podcast show. Uh, this is the What You Have for Lunch podcast with me, Mo, Mo from the MO. I just said that, but also Chris, Chris Fortune, who, by the way, was the reason why we didn't post last week because he decided his health and his wisdom teeth had to get pulled out. So he was like, "Yo, stop, out. <laughs> stop the presses." It's urgent. And I'm like, what? You're getting your teeth removed? We have a show to do. And he was like, yeah, I got my teeth removed. We're not doing the show. Basically, um, it wasn't an emergency situation like mm-hmm. <laughs> like Mo brought up. But, it was. Uh, it was something that I opted to have done. That oh, so you chose to cancel the show. No, <laughs> I, I guess if you put it that way. Um, but guys, it's not all lost because <laughs> here's the question. What did you have for lunch today, Chris? Because wow. matter of fact, actually, it should be more interesting because you would, you couldn't eat a sandwich unless you blend it up in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? Peanut butter exactly. And jelly that part. <laughs> and we know you didn't have that. So what did you have for lunch? I had a banana and applesauce. Banana and applesauce. This is the kind of lunch we need. This is the energy. <laughs> this is the energy. This is how you close out twenty twenty. Because, um, I just gotta be safe with what I eat. Mm-hmm. Of course, maybe the butter and jellies are soft, but you know. Yeah, I think I've have I said this before, but um, I was like. My wisdom teeth experience removal was like very terrible. Like the surgery itself was good, my healing process okay, but just like recovering, being able to eat, not even being able to eat, not even being able to take like pain medicine like the first day, just really sucked like a lot. <laughs> why, why didn't you take pain medicine the first day? Because I couldn't feel like my entire like bottom half Ooh. of my face. Oh, you 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 went numb on the bottom half. Of your yeah, so like the, the and it didn't wear off until like a whole like twelve like out like like the entire next day. You know, like oh, take this pill, take this pill, and you're like, I would love to take this pill so I can like feel better, like or not feel pain at least. 
and literally couldn't take the pill because I was like, I can't even feel it on my tongue. I couldn't even drink anything, to be honest. Okay, you gotta have the pill crusher, making the powder, just drink it. Yeah. But um, I, that wasn't really my experience. I was numb, like uh, on one side of my lip, down to my chin, and it lasted about half a day. And oh. then I regained feeling. Wow. I think that's one of the scarier parts, like on the first day. It's like, when am I going to regain feeling? <laughs> yeah, I would, I agree completely because I was like, this is so scary. Imagine like not having a bottom half of like your whole face. Like what's going, like what is yeah, that cause, like? Because before you have your surgery, your your uh, your surgeon will let you know that, hey, your bottom wisdom teeth are sitting on this nerve. And there is the possibility that um, like this nerve loss is like nerve damage could be long term. But it, it almost never is, you know what I mean? It's a small chance. Yeah. But just knowing that there's that chance. And then, like, waking up with that numb feeling is like, oh, my gosh. Is my lip going to be numb for, like, eight months? Right, yeah, yeah, five years, 10, 13. Um, yeah, I agree. Because you're always like, it would just happen to me. Like, I've stumped my toe on literally nothing before. So, like, <laughs> if that's a high possibility for me, then literally, like, anything's going to happen. Um. But believe it or not, um, we're not here because of wisdom teeth today. Period. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This isn't what the episode is about. The episode today is a lightning round episode. So we're going to ask a bunch of questions and we don't have like a time limit to answer them, but like the show doesn't really have a focus, to be honest. <laughs> so we're going to go ham on these questions that we've prepared and let's get started. All right. So, Chris, are you ready? Or do you want to ask yeah. the first question? I think you should go first. You should ask okay. the first question. Wait, All right, better, yet, better yet, no, I'll ask the first question. Oh, okay, okay. Go, 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 go. What is a stupid thing that you did that damaged you permanently? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this question is really funny because I haven't really done a lot of stupid stuff. I'm not like a, a person who like had a crazy like thing that I did at a party and I like, I'm just forever affected by it. I just, that's not me. But one thing that I did that like was stupid <laughs> was um, in school, I would try to play sports knowing good and well that like I am a klutz whenever I start playing sports. So like, I remember I tr- tried to play a pickup game of football at uh, recess and literally tried to go for, to catch the ball and I slid and fell and tried to stop myself with my hands and I ended up breaking my wrist. So <laughs> that, that was a crazy experience. I was like, why would you even try to play football? Like that, like you're, that's just not you. You should just like paint or something or draw. Did you take that as a signal that like maybe it's just sports? It's, just not for me and i'll never touch another football basketball again no i literally went on to try to play frisbee because i'm like like frisbee frisbee it's like you play with your dog like it's safe there's no problem i got decked in the face with a frisbee trying to catch it and i'm like maybe you should just catch anything maybe you should just like like not do anything <laughs> maybe you should just sit, and sit down yeah. <laughs> yeah like maybe you're just a watcher like maybe that's okay maybe you're just a ref <laughs> yeah, like a spectator, a coach. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, that's when I learned with the decking of the face. 
I was like, okay, I can lose a hand, but a face. <laughs> like, listen. Oh, this is maybe this isn't a stupid thing that you did per, that damaged you permanently. Yeah, it wasn't permanent. I mean, thing of like, why did I do this? Yeah, and knowing good and well that I'm just like that's just not me. Yeah. But what about I, you? I'm like in this in the same boat. Like, um, I usually don't do things that I believe will hurt me. So. <laughs> Like that's for for that's one reason I have never tried a backflip, even though I feel like I'm very capable of landing a backflip. Oh but, yeah, but I feel like I'd be the one to paralyze myself, so I just don't do it. Um, well, yo, okay, I have the same exact fear because I know it's like you got to bring your legs up, like like just tuck them into your stomach and then you could do it. So I feel like I have the I could get the momentum to do it, yeah. but it's literally just committing to doing it that I can't do. So I used to do gymnastics actually when I was a kid. And I just could never do that. Like, I got to the bridge part, could do the bridge, could do the cross, like, what, what is it? The cartwheel? Yeah, the cartwheel. But I could never do the handsprings or anything like that. Oh, so you have no excuse to not do a backflip. You have all this training and stuff. So now I don't feel so bad. You should feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat with you with this question where it's like, uh, I've like done something like why did I do this I remember playing pickup basketball um with um friends in the neighborhood and my older brother was playing too mm. and we ended up on opposite teams and I remember I was going up for a layup and I guess hindsight 2020 it's like maybe I shouldn't have gone up for a layup when I played with my brother because you know he's gonna be all aggressive and stuff mm. and sure enough I was going up for a layup and my brother pushed me while I was in the air Oh. Now, yeah, see, when you play basketball, it's kind of known, it's like unwritten rule that you don't push someone while they're in the air because... <laughs> they're going to like literally fly, like, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. <laughs> that, that'll, that'll hurt somebody. So sure enough, he pushes me in the back while I'm in the, in the air, and I go uh, flying into the stanchion, you know, the pole. Yeah. The so my, you know, I, go, I go knee first into it. And <laughs> I remember it being so painful. Like, I could not walk for like a few minutes. And then I was like, okay, there's no structural damage. I'm fine. But this is like one, this is it's so painful. And like, you know, my, my knee was cut open and I was bleeding. And, uh, <laughs> and I had a scar, which you can't really see it now because it faded away. This is like, maybe even over 10 years ago, so it's had time to fade away, but I had a good scar on my knee that was visible for many oh, years from that. Yeah, uh, that's like, you know, whenever I would play in any of the pickup sport games, I would literally try to like, I'm like, okay, who are the people who like get the most aggressive? And it's like, it's just not the serious. So I'd make sure that they're not here or they're not playing. And then I then I would join. But if they were playing, I'm like, uh-uh, because they're going to get mad. And they're gonna get mad at me because I'm an amateur, first of all. <laughs> so, so, like, if they get mad at me, they're gonna like hurt me. Or like, if I'm on the opposite team and they're losing, then they're gonna hurt me. And then I'm like, I just don't want to lose any limbs, so <laughs> I'm, I'm good on trying to. Play. Next question, and that is Mo. When did you realize COVID was going to be a big thing? Oh my God, um, this is like the question of 2020, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. when did we all know that like everything was about to hit the fan? Um, I would say 
I don't know. I started reading more and more about it because obviously, like it, like you kind of started hearing things about it. I want to say like November of last year, or like at least December. Like you kind of read, yeah, started reading December. things about it. Yeah, and then I remember in January I was like, oh wait, this is kind of getting big. And then I remember talking about it at um, work a couple of times, and they were like, they were just like the whole situation happening like overseas, and then. I was like, okay, this is really getting big, but like, obviously, like we're like by ourselves here, so it's not like we're like by ourselves in this part of the world, right? So I was like, yeah. okay, maybe it's not gonna come here. Jan like the end of January, beginning of February, I was like, oh, this is gonna be huge, yeah, yeah. Um, at, this might go on. This question might go on for a little bit too, because I have a little interesting story. Um, the January, that was the beginning of a new semester uh, at KU, right? And yeah. I was in this uh, reporting class. And, you know, of course, we'd go out and, you know, write our first story on whatever, whatever you, you pitch, whatever idea you have. And, you know, COVID would, well, I don't even know if it had a name at that time. But it was, you know, obviously it was big in China. It was kind of spreading to, you know, south korea japan around that time and mm. i remember I like let me do a story on this because it's at or at that time i feel like china probably had like thousands of cases so it was kind of big over there and we had an on-campus infectious disease expert basically so i was like all right for my story for this class i'm just gonna um interview this guy and talk to him about what what he thinks about it mm -hmm. and all that and um, i remember asking him uh, i was like do you think this is gonna be like Oh, wow. You were doing some like forecasting. Yeah. I was like, it was one of the things I'm kind of proud of myself about because <laughs> I, was, like, I uh, saw a story. I was going to investigate it. Wow. That's the journalist <laughs> jumping out. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, talked to him. I was like, do you think it's going to be like a basically become a full fledged pandemic? And he's like, basically told me at the time, this is January. He's like, it's the possibility. Like he's, he wouldn't say for sure. He's like, I don't know. It definitely has a chance, but, uh, um, just wasn't sure and it was, it was kind yeah. of interesting um and i talked to uh, for the story as well this uh doctor like on campus you know each campus has like a clinic i think mm -hmm. it's like on it's like walk-ins no. or something but anywho um i talked to one of the uh head doctors there and <laughs> i asked her if she was worried about it coming over here and the coronavirus and she was like no because i you know, she felt like the U.S. was going to do a good enough job, you know, Ooh. staying. Well, <laughs> you know, um... which, which at the time was not a hot take because that was the opinion of at least like everyone. Yeah. 50 percent. of people yeah. at the time. It was like people knew it was serious, but people were like, I don't know if it's going to come here. And, you know, sure enough, it did. Right. So, yeah that's crazy and like what a year it's been dealing with like living with um i, I can't even say aftermath because like, we're literally still in it so yeah, yeah like, it, it seems like we're setting records still man. yeah on the other parts of the world are having like level two like lockdowns so uh, i don't know i just want to i just want to go back to like <laughs> normal life like what is even that like i can't even remember going to the gym again so, next question though 
was there ever a series finale of a TV show that actually left you satisfied with how it ended? All right. I'm going to answer this like a real lightning ground question. All right. So recently, one of my favorite shows, The 100, ended. And, you know, like other shows in recent years, Mm -hmm. it left me somewhat satisfied, but I was not very happy with the ending. Um, One of the first shows that comes to mind with this is the the, um, anime Dragon Ball Z. Ooh. I liked how the ending ended because, you know, you had a final villain and everything. Mm-hmm. And I like when shows have, um, they like they conclude in a good way and then have some kind of sort of epilogue a little bit down the road. Like, hey, like two or three years later, a couple months later, this is what things look like now. And then it ends. And that's what Dragon Ball Z did. It had a little epilogue. I think it was like a seven year time skip. I'm not 100% sure. And mm-hmm. it just made very comfortable with the ending. I think no. I don't think I'm ever satisfied with the ending. And a lot of times, especially with anime and specifically, I don't even finish the show because I don't really want it to end. And even if they tie it all up and I'm like, okay, this is ended really good. There's no like left like loose ends. I'm always like, oh, I don't want it to end. So I feel bad. So for that, I'm gonna say it ended badly. But for like some shows, I think that had a good, uh, like good finale. I, there was this one show I used to watch, and it was like, uh, I think it was called like After Death, or like, like Afterlife, or something like that. It's about like th- this doctor. She was like exploring like what happens after you die, or near like near death experiences. It's like what happens when you have a near death experience. Like what do you experience? And so the funniest thing about it was like like it didn't they didn't want her to know what happened so like all of the supernatural stuff kind of happened to her or like she like stuff in real life would kind of go to like take her away from like finding out and the craziest thing is that like the show got canceled right (laughs) so so like like it got canceled um because it just i I guess it wasn't super popular even though i felt like it was such a great show but like it kind of added to the whole allure of like the premise of the show. So I'm like, yo, they pulled the plug on the show about what happens after you die because <laughs> they don't want you to actually really know. And so I was like, okay, this is kind of cool because it like even though there's like there's a ton of loop like like loose ends. I'm like, but like literally this is what the whole show was happening. So I was like, this kind of makes sense that I didn't continue. Bo. This, this is a great one. I'm excited to ask you this, all right? All right. What well, goes through your head when your car declines? <laughs> I couldn't get the question out. <laughs> what goes through my head? I'd be like... <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be, like, dying inside. I Like, my whole soul just wraps up. And just goes like I leave like an out of body of experience because I'm always like because like your car declines at like the most craziest moments. It's like when you're at like McDonald's drive through, or or like you in a CVS and it's like okay, so you in here buying Hershey's and water bottles, but you ain't got like three dollars in your card. Like what's really going on? It's never when you buy. It's never when you buying a real big purchase. It's never when you're buying like an iPad. It's always. <laughs> It's literally always when you're buying like something small, you just like, wow, dude, you you really think you deserve a Kit Kat right now, and you don't even have two dollars? That's crazy. (laughs) That's wild. This is so funny because I know for me, 
it's kind of like when it happens, like, in my head, I'm like, there's money on this card. Why is it doing this to me? Oh, not that there's money on this card. I'd be doing that same thing. You're like, I just put $20 million on this card. What do you mean? It's <laughs> or, or, or then when, like, uh, then when then when you're, like, uh, the bank, you know when the bank sometimes will, like, like, you do have money in your account, but then the bank is like, okay, you've never shopped at this store. Like, is this you? And they send you a text message, and then they weird it, they, like, word it in this weird way of, like, is this you? And then if you say yes, or if you, I'm sorry, like, if you say yes, then that's actually, yes, this is fraud. But if you say no, then it's not fraud. It's, like, in a really weird, like, my bank does it at least. And so you're, like, no yes and then you get mixed up and your whole car gets locked down and then you really can't buy it <laughs> and then but what's crazy is that sometimes the message will come like 15 minutes later and you're just sitting at the register like uh, I'm, I'm just trying to handle this with my bank real quick and they got you on hold for like 45 minutes and you're like I swear I got money <laughs> I don't know why I like seem so broke right now but I'm, I promise I'm not luckily like <laughs> That happened happened to me because um, I haven't had a thing where I had to like step aside and call the bank or anything, but um, and I never had a point either where it's like it declined and I had to like switch cards or something because usually it's like it messed up one time and it's like okay I just need to try it again and there's like other times where the cashier would like will bail you out and it's like yeah this isn't working for anyone I'm like. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, our machine been acting up all day. Oh, that's exactly what it was. I'm glad you think, though. You know? It's, it's like, I'm, they're like, I'm going to have to swipe that for you. And it's like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> right. When they go manually put in the numbers and it still goes on decline, that's what's wild. Because you're like, oh, <laughs> it was not the machine. It literally was like, I mean, you have everything there, you know? <laughs> so you're like, um, yeah, I don't know why the MasterCard isn't. Do you guys not accept MasterCard anymore? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no. You're like, oh, you guys don't accept MasterCard? Oh, really? Oh, that's probably why it doesn't work then, because it's a MasterCard. Like, sir, this is a Visa. Your card just is insufficient funds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's such an embarrassing feeling. And I'd be getting angry at literally everyone. And then, or like when your mom's beside you and your card declines. Like, oh, babe, I got it. And you're like, I got money on my card, mom. Like, like just leave me alone. And then, <laughs> obviously, you could tell, like, this is happening to me. <laughs> Ooh, I'd be really embarrassed, to be honest. Um, I'd be getting, like, hot. It don't matter what I'm in. Like, if I'm in a t-shirt and shorts, I'd be, like, dripping wet. I'd be like, oh, my God, like. The heat in here. <laughs> like, well, who got the heat on? Yeah, I'm like, this is crazy. Or stretching your collar with one finger, like, whoo. Yeah. Cause I remember, cause, cause like working as someone who like accepts money, like a cat, like not really, I'm not really a cashier, but you know, when you like are charging someone something, like at a store, as a person who checks someone out, then I'm always, I'm always knowing what I think when someone's card declines and I try to think the best, you know, you know, on their behalf. But like, you know, it's always like, yikes, you're really in here buying this when like your car's declining. So I feel like they're now thinking the same thing about me when my car declines. So then I just have to be extra careful about that. Like, stolen card, huh? Yeah. Oh, ooh, not the stolen card. <laughs> like, uh, can I see your ID again? I don't even think I checked that before. 
And they're like, sir, this is like, man, this is like $2. This is a Kit Kat. Like, it's a Crunch Bar. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then you want to look at them in their eyes, so then you look even more suspicious. That's what's wild. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was like, was that all of our questions? I think so. Yeah. Oh, all right. That was all of our lightning round questions. Um, some of them last a little bit longer. It more was probably like a thunder round questionnaire. But uh, yeah, it lasted a couple claps. The storm was quite a bit away <laughs> on some of our answers. Um, but yeah, if you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Um, we are going to be publishing every other week because Chris is a student and I am a working man. And <laughs> and two weeks will give us some time to reevaluate. So thanks for tuning in to season two of What You Have for Lunch podcast. And we look forward to hearing you from you guys. In and shout out to you. Yo, yeah, and shout out to you. And if you're not following us, like, what are you doing? You're already here. You're already listening. So why be rude? It's 2020. 2020 has been rude enough. Can't you be kind? So go ahead. Click that subscribe button. <laughs> Peace. What's up? What's up? It's your boy Mo, Mo from the MO. And today we have a legendary podcast show. Uh, this is the What You Have for Lunch podcast with me, Mo, Mo from the MO. I just said that. But also Chris, Chris Fortune, who, by the way, was the reason why we didn't post last week because he decided his health. And his wisdom teeth had to get pulled out. So he was like, yo, stop, out. <laughs> stop the presses. It's urgent. And I'm like, what? You're getting your teeth removed? We have a show to do. And he was like, yeah, I got my teeth removed. We're not doing the show. Basically, um, it wasn't an emergency situation like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Mo brought up. But, it uh, was. It was something that I opted to have done. That oh, so you chose to cancel the show. No, I'm just <laughs> I, I guess if you put it that way. Um, but guys, it's not all lost because <laughs> here's the question. What did you have for lunch today, Chris? Because uh, matter of fact, actually it should be more interesting because you would, you couldn't eat a sandwich unless you blend it up in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? Peanut butter exactly. And that part. <laughs> and we know you didn't have that. So what did you have for lunch? I had a banana and applesauce. Banana and applesauce. This is the kind of lunch we need. This is the energy. <laughs> this is the energy. This is how you close out twenty twenty. Because, um, I just gotta be safe with what I eat. Mm-hmm. Soft of course, maybe the butter and jellies are soft, but you know. Yeah, I think I've have I said this before, but um, I was like. My wisdom teeth experience removal was like very terrible. Like the surgery itself was good, my healing process okay, but just like recovering, being able to eat, not even being able to eat, not even being able to take like pain medicine like the first day, just really sucked like a lot. <laughs> why? Why didn't you take pain medicine the first day? Because I couldn't feel like my entire like bottom half Ooh. of my face. Oh, you 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 went numb on the bottom half of your jaw. Yeah, so like the, the and it didn't wear off until like a whole like twelve like out like like the entire next day. You know, so like oh take this pill, take this pill, and you're like, 
I would love to take this pill so I can like feel better, like or not feel pain at least. And literally couldn't take the pill because I was like, I can't even feel it on my tongue. I couldn't even drink anything, to be honest. Gotta have the pill crusher, making the powder, just drink it. Yeah. But um, that wasn't really my experience. I was numb, like uh, on one side of my lip, down to my chin, and it lasted about half a day. And then I regained feeling. Wow. I think that's one of the scarier parts, like on the first day. It's like, what am I going to regain feeling? <laughs> yeah, I would, I agree completely because I was like, this is so scary. Imagine like not having a bottom half of like your whole face. Like what's going Like what is yeah, that cause, like? Because before you have your surgery, your, your, uh, your surgeon will let you know that, hey, your bottom wisdom teeth are sitting on this nerve. And there is the possibility that um, like this nerve loss is like nerve damage could be long term. But it, it almost never is, you know what I mean? It's a small chance. Yeah. But just knowing that there's that chance. And then like waking up with that numb feeling, it's like, oh my gosh, is my lip gonna be numb for like eight months? Five yeah, years. yeah, five years, ten, thirteen. Um, yeah, I agree. Cause you're always like, it would just happen to me. Like I've stumped my toe on literally nothing before. So like <laughs> if that's a high possibility for me, then literally like anything's gonna happen. Um but believe it or not, um, we're not here because of wisdom teeth today. Period. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This isn't what the episode is about. The episode today is a lightning round episode. So we're going to ask a bunch of questions and we don't have like a time limit to answer them, but like the show doesn't really have a focus, to be honest. <laughs> so we're going to go ham on these questions that we prepared and let's get started. All right. So, Chris, are you ready? Or do you want to ask yeah. the first question? I think you should go first. You should ask okay. the first question. Wait, right, better, yet, better yet, no, I'll ask the first question. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Go, 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 go. What is a stupid thing that you did that damaged you permanently? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this question is really funny because I haven't really done a lot of stupid stuff. I'm not like a, a person who like had a crazy like thing that I did at a party and I, like I'm just forever affected by it. I just, that's not me. But one thing that I did that like was stupid <laughs> was um, in school, I would try to play sports knowing good and well that like I am a klutz whenever I start playing sports. So like, I remember I tr- tried to play a pickup game of football at a recess and literally tried to go to catch the ball and I slid and fell and tried to stop myself with my hands and I ended up breaking my wrist. So (laughs) that that was a crazy experience. I was like, why would you even try to play football? Like that, like you're, that's just not you. You should just like paint or something or draw. (laughs) (laughs) Did you take that as a signal that like maybe it's just sports? It's, just not for me and I'll never touch another football basketball again no I literally went on to try to play frisbee because I'm like like frisbee frisbee it's like you play with your dog like it's safe there's no problem I got decked in the face with a frisbee trying to catch it I'm like maybe you should just catch anything maybe you should just like like not do anything (laughs) maybe you should just sit sit down Yeah, like maybe you're just a watcher. Like maybe that's okay. Maybe you're just a ref. <laughs> spectator, ref. You know. Yeah, like a spectator, a coach. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, 
that's when I learned with the decking of the face. I was like, okay, I can lose a hand, but a face. <laughs> Let me listen. Oh, this is maybe this isn't a stupid thing that you did per, that damaged you permanently. Yeah, it wasn't permanent. I mean, thing of like, why did I do this? Yeah, and knowing good and well that I'm just like that's just not me. Yeah. But what about I, you? I'm like in this in the same boat. Like, um, I usually don't do things that I believe will hurt me. So. <laughs> Like that's for, for that's one reason I have never tried a backflip, even though I feel like I'm very capable of landing a backflip. Oh but yeah, I, but I feel like I'd be the one to paralyze myself, so I just don't do it. Um, well, yo, okay, I have the same exact fear because I know it's like you got to bring your legs up, like like just tuck them into your stomach and then you could do it. So I feel like I have the I could get the momentum to do it, yeah. but it's literally just committing to doing it that I can't do. So I used to do gymnastics actually when I was a kid. And I just could never do that. Like I got to the bridge part, could do the bridge, could do the cross, like what what is it? The cartwheel? Yeah, the cartwheel. But I could never do the handsprings or anything. Like that. You have no excuse to not do a backflip. You have all this training and stuff, so now I don't feel so bad. You should feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um I'm kinda in the same boat with you with this question where it's like uh I like done something like why did I do this? I remember playing pickup basketball, um, with um friends in the neighborhood, and my older brother was playing too. Mm. And we ended up on opposite teams, and I remember I was going up for a layup. And I guess hindsight twenty twenty, it's like maybe I shouldn't have gone up for a layup when I play with my brother because you know he's gonna be all aggressive and stuff. Mm. And sure enough, I was going up for a layup, and my brother pushed me while I was in the air. Oh. Now, yeah, see, when you play basketball, it's kind of known, it's like unwritten rule that you don't push someone while they're in the, they're in the air because... <laughs> they're going to like literally fly, like, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. <laughs> that'll, that'll hurt somebody. So sure enough, he pushes me in the back while I'm in the, in the air, and I go uh, flying into the stanchion, you know, the pole. That's yeah. So my, you know, I, go, I go knee first into it. And <laughs> I remember it being so painful. Like, I could not walk for like a few minutes. And then I was like, okay, there's no structural damage. I'm fine. But this is like my, this is it's so painful. And like, you know, my, my knee was cut open and I was bleeding. And, uh, <laughs> and I had a scar, which you can't really see it now because it faded away. This is like, maybe even over 10 years ago, so it's had time to fade away, but I had a good scar on my knee that was visible for many oh, years from that. Yeah, that's like, you know, whenever I would play in any of the pickup sport games, I would literally try to like, I'm like, okay, who are the people who like get the most aggressive? And it's like, it's just not the serious. So I'd make sure that they're not here or they're not playing. And then I then I would join. But if they were playing, I'm like, uh-uh, because they're going to get mad. And they're gonna get mad at me because I'm an amateur, first of all. <laughs> so, so like if they get mad at me, they're gonna like hurt me. Or like if I'm on the opposite team and they're losing, then they're gonna hurt me. And then I'm like, I just don't want to lose any limbs. So I'm, I'm good on trying to play. Next question, and that is Mo. When did you realize COVID was going to be a big thing? Oh my God. Um, this is like the question of 2020, right? <laughs> it's like yeah. when did we all know that like everything was about to hit the plan? 
Um, I would say, I don't know. I started reading more and more about it because obviously, like it, like you kind of started hearing things about it. I want to say like November of last year, or like at least December. Like you kind of read, started reading things about it. Yeah, and then I remember in January, I was like, oh wait, this is kind of getting big. And then I remember talking about it at um, work a couple of times, and they were like, they were just like the whole situation happening like overseas, and then. I was like, okay, this is really getting big, but like, obviously, like we're like by ourselves here, so it's not like we're like by ourselves in this part of the world, right? So I was like, yeah. okay, maybe it's not gonna come here. Jan- like at the end of January, beginning of February, I was like, oh, this is gonna be huge, yeah, yeah. Um, at, this might go on. This question might go on for a little bit too, because I have a little interesting story. Um, the January, that was the beginning of a new semester uh, at KU, right? And yeah. I was in this uh, reporting class. And, you know, of course, we'd go out and, you know, write our first story on whatever, whatever you, you pitch, whatever idea you have. And, you know, COVID would, well, I don't even know if it had a name at that time. But it was, you know, obviously it was big in China. It was kind of spreading to, you know, south korea japan around that time and mm. i remember I like let me do a story on this because it's at or at that time i feel like china probably had like thousands of cases so it was kind of big over there and we had an on-campus infectious disease expert basically so i was like all right for my story for this class i'm just gonna um interview this guy and talk to him about what what he thinks about it mm-hmm. and all that and um, i remember asking him uh, i was like do you think this is gonna be like Oh, wow. You're doing some like forecasting. Yeah. I was like, it was one of the things I'm kind of proud of myself about because <laughs> I, like, was, I uh, saw a story. I was going to investigate it. Wow. That's a journalist <laughs> jumping out. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, talked to him. I was like, do you think it's going to be like a basically become a full fledged pandemic? And he's like, basically told me at the time, this is January. He's like, it's the possibility. Like he's, he wouldn't say for sure. He's like, I don't know. It definitely has a chance, but, uh, um, just wasn't sure and it was it was kind yeah. of interesting um and i talked to uh, for the story as well this uh doctor like on campus you know like each campus has like a clinic i think mm-hmm. it's like on it's like Watkins no. or something but anywho um i talked to one of the uh head doctors there and <laughs> i asked her if she was worried about it coming over here and the coronavirus and she was like no because i you know, she felt like the U.S. was going to do a good enough job, you know, Ooh. staying <laughs> here. Well, you know, um... which, which at the time was not a hot take because that was the opinion of at least like everyone. Yeah. 50 percent. Yeah. At the time. It was like people knew it was serious, but people were like, I don't know if it's going to come here. And, you know, sure enough, it did. Right. So, yeah, that's crazy. And like, what a year it's been dealing with, like living with, um, I, I can't even say aftermath because like, we're literally still in it. So yeah. yeah like, it. it seems like we're setting records still. Maybe. Yeah. And the other parts of the world are having like level two, like lockdowns. So uh, 
don't know. I just want to. I just want to go back to like normal life. Like, what is even that? Like, I can't even remember going to the gym again. <laughs> Next question, though: Was there ever a series finale of a TV show that actually left you satisfied with how it ended? All right, I'm gonna answer this like a real lightning ground question. All right. So recently, one of my favorite shows, The Hundred, ended, and you know, like other shows in recent years. Mm-hmm. It left me somewhat satisfied, but I was not very happy with the ending. Um, one of the first shows that comes to mind with this is the the um, anime Dragon Ball Z. Ooh. I liked how the ending ended because, you know, you had a final villain and everything. Mm-hmm. And I like when shows have, um, they, they, con- they conclude in a good way and then have some kind of sort of epilogue a little bit down the road. Hey, like two or three years later, a couple months later. This is what things look like now. And then it ends. And that's what Dragon Ball Z did. It had a little epilogue. I think it was like a seven-year time skip. I'm not 100% sure. And mm. it just made me very comfortable with the ending. I think no. I don't think I'm ever satisfied with the ending. And a lot of times, especially with anime and specifically, I don't even finish the show because I don't really want it to end. And even if they tie it all up and I'm like, okay, this is really good. There's no like left, like loose ends. I'm always like, oh, I don't want it to end. So I feel bad. So for that, I'm going to say it ended badly. But for like some shows, I think that had a good, uh, like good finale. There was this one show I used to watch. It was like, uh, I think it was called like After Death or like, like Afterlife or something like that. It's about like this doctor. She was like exploring like what happens after you die or near like near-death experiences. It's like, what happens when you have a near-death experience? Like, what do you experience? And so the funniest thing about it was like, like it didn't, they didn't want her to know what happened. So like all of the supernatural stuff kind of happened to her or like she, like stuff in real life would kind of go to like take her away from like finding out. And the craziest thing is that like the show got canceled, right? <laughs> so, so like, like it got canceled um because it just i I guess it wasn't super popular even though i felt like it was such a great show but like it kind of added to the whole allure of like the premise of the show so i'm like yo they pulled the plug on the show about what happens after you die (laughs) because they don't want you to actually really know and so i was like okay this is kind of cool because it like even though there's like there's a ton of loop like like loose ends i'm like but like literally this is what the whole show was happening so i was like this kind of makes sense that I didn't continue. Bo, this this is a great one. I'm excited to ask you this, all right? All right. What <laughs> goes through your head when your car declines? <laughs> I can't even get the question out. <laughs> what goes through my head? I'd be like... <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be like dying inside. I like my whole soul just wraps up and just goes like I leave like an out of body of experience because I'm always like because like your car declines at like the most craziest moments. It's like when you're at like McDonald's drive through, or or like you're in a CVS and it's like okay, so you in here buying Hershey's and water bottles, but you ain't got like three dollars in your card. Like what's really going on? It's never when you buy. It's never when you buying a real big purchase. It's never when you're buying like an iPad. It's always. <laughs> It's literally always when you're buying like something small, you just like, wow, dude, you you really think you deserve a Kit Kat right now, and you don't even have two dollars? Yeah, That's it, crazy. 
<laughs> That's wild. This is so funny because I know for me, it's kind of like when it happens, like, in my head, I'm like, there's money on this card. Why is it doing this to me? Oh, not that there's money on this card. I be doing that same thing. You're like, I just put $20 million on this card. What do you mean? It's <laughs> <laughs> Or, or, or then when like uh then when then when you're like uh the bank you know when the bank sometimes will like like you do have money in your account but then the bank is like okay you've never shopped at this store like is this you and they send you a text message and then they weird it they like word it in this weird way of like is this you and then if you say yes or if you i'm sorry like if you say yes then that's actually yes this is fraud but if you say no then it's not fraud. It's like in a really weird, like my bank does it at least. And so you're like, no, yes. And then you get mixed <laughs> up and your whole car gets locked down and then you really can't buy it. <laughs> and then but what's crazy is that sometimes the message will come like 15 minutes later and you're just sitting at the register like, oh, I'm, I'm just trying to handle this with my bank real quick. And they got you on hold for like 45 minutes and you're like, I swear I got money. I don't know why I like seem so broke right now. But I'm, I promise I'm not. Luckily, like that happened happened to me because um, I haven't had a thing where I had to like step aside and call the bank or anything. But um, and I never had a point either where it's like it declined and I had to like switch cards or something. Because usually it's like it messed up one time and it's like okay, I just need to try it again. And there's like other times where the cashier would like will bail you out it's like yeah this isn't working for anyone i'm like oh okay <laughs> oh yeah like our machine been acting up all day oh that's exactly what it was. i'm glad you think though you know it's, it's like I'm, they're like i'm gonna have to swipe that for you and it's like oh, okay right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or when they go manually put in the numbers and it still goes on decline that's what's wild because you're like oh, <laughs> it was not the machine it literally was like i mean you have everything there you know <laughs> so you're like um yeah, I don't know why the MasterCard isn't. You guys not accept MasterCard anymore? Like, what's going on? <laughs> no. You're like, oh, you guys don't accept MasterCard? Oh, really? Oh, that's probably why it doesn't work then, because it's a MasterCard. Like, sir, this is a Visa. Your card just is insufficient funds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's such an embarrassing. And I'd be getting angry at literally everyone. And then, or like when your mom's beside you and your card declines, like, oh, babe, I got it. And you're like, I got money on my card, mom. Like, like just leave me alone. And then, <laughs> obviously, you could tell, like, this is happening to me. <laughs> but, ooh, I'd be really embarrassed, to be honest. Um, I'd be getting, like, hot. It don't matter what I'm in. Like, if I'm in a t-shirt and shorts, I'd be, like, dripping wet. I'd be like, oh, my God, like. The heat in here. <laughs> like, well, who got the heat on? Yeah, I'm like, this is crazy. Start stretching your collar with one finger, like, whoo. Yeah. Cause I remember, cause, cause, like, working as someone who like accepts money, like a cat, like not really, I'm not really a cashier, but you know, when you like are charging someone something, like at a store, as a person who checks someone out, then I'm always, I'm always knowing what I think when someone's card declines, and I try to think the best you know, you know, on their behalf, but like, you know, it's always like, yikes, you're really in here buying this when you're, like your car's declining. So I feel like they're now thinking the same thing about me when my car declines. So then I just have to be extra careful. About <laughs> that, that or like 
Stolen card, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh not the stolen card. <laughs> like, uh, can I see your ID again? I don't even think I checked that before. And they're like, sir, this is like, man, this is like $2. This is a Kit Kat. Like, it's a crunch bar. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then you want to look at them in their eyes, so then you look even more suspicious. That's what's wild. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was like, was that all of our questions? I think so. Yeah. Oh, all right. That was all of our lightning ground questions. Um, some of them last a little bit longer. It more was probably like a thunder round questionnaire, but it uh, yeah, it lasted a couple claps. The storm was quite a bit away <laughs> on some of our answers. Um, but yeah, if you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Um, we are going to be publishing every other week because Chris is a student and I am a working man. And and two weeks will give us some time to reevaluate. So thanks for tuning in to season two of What You Have For Lunch podcast. And we look forward to hearing from you guys. And And shout out to you. Yo, yeah, and shout out to you. And if you're not following us, like, what are you doing? You're already here. You're already listening. So why be rude? It's 2020. 2020 has been rude enough. Can't you be kind? So go ahead. Click that subscribe button. (laughs) Peace. Peace.